Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast, episode 110. Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast with your host, Jack Mountain Bushcraft School founder and master main guide, Tim Smith. I'm your host, Tim Smith. I'm a registered master main guide and have been a full-time outdoor instructor and guide since founding the Jack Mountain Bushcraft School in 1999. We help people become more skilled, more knowledgeable, more experienced, and more confident in the natural world through our bushcraft and guide training semester programs and multi-week canoe and snowshoe expeditions. You can check out the show notes to all of our podcasts at blog.jackmtn.com. If you're interested in learning more about our college-accredited and GI Bill-approved programs, visit the Jack Mountain Bushcraft School on the web at jackmtn.com. And check out our online network and digital learning academy at bushcraftschool.com. Hello and welcome back to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast. The rodeo's over. It's the end of the road. We just wrapped up semester number 53. Uh, we're just closing in on finishing year 22, Jeez. 23. Uh, one more program this sem- this year, it looks like, and that makes me feel old. The, the beauty of my job now is that we have students that weren't alive when we first ran semester classes, right? Like, that's like... Uh, that I like that. I like that. Now you're old enough that you're using the royal we. Yeah. Like we haven't. It was you. I. It was you. me. It was you. It was me. The yeah. royal we. The royal we. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am royalty. I. I know. Yeah. I know. You told me all about it last night and about how you beat the beat the no, snot no, out of some no, kids in the '80s. No, I didn't. It was a date like a dance competition. Well, I told you about my breakdancing career. Yeah, but then you beat up some kids in a small town in Indiana because they were trying to bring dancing Well, the, back. when they wrote the they wrote my biography and they put it in Hollywood movies and called it Footloose. But then they had him dance instead of beat them up? Well, it was at the tail end of the breakdancing <laughs> craze in America. Okay. If the, if the movie were authentic, Kevin Bacon played me. And if the movie were authentic, he would have been wearing leg warmers the entire time. Right? That's why I can't even, I can't I watch it, it I understand. I understand. What are we doing? What are we talking about today? Tim? Uh, well, it's definitely the end of the year. Oh, yeah. um, but we just wrapped up the fall semester, had a great group of folks, um, finished up with solos. We were out on a remote lake in the North Main Woods uh, where we've gone numerous fall semesters now, probably four in a row for fall solos and just like stunningly beautiful and uh, a little snow. Got a little snow. We always tend to get a few flurries on the fall, end of the fall semester just to make it real, and we got that. Uh, Christopher and I spent the time in the base camp, which we're always at for safety purposes, just utterly losing our We, we losing set our out minds. with the idea of shooting a video about solos. Tim and I shot the intro for it. And, and it was nothing just else. ridiculous. Nothing. So we did like a silly walk thing. Like uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we'd have to look at that. Yeah, footage, choreographed like walking across the camera at the same time like, for like 15 minutes. We tried to perfect this. It, you would have better footage if you like two literally drunk chimpanzees. If you just put a put like a video camera in their cage, you would have ended up ended up with more usable footage than than That's we. That's pretty up much with. what it was. Um, yeah. Anyway. What are we talking about today, Tim? So today, uh, we're going to switch gears from the tomfoolery. We're gonna, we are going to welcome somebody new onto the podcast. Uh, welcome newly minted journeyman, oh, yeah. Matthew Rode. Yeah, thanks. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, so we're happy to have you on because you have... Proved us wrong. Proved us wrong yeah, and sort of re-established <laughs> setting the bar high 
for time management for achieving the journeyman. Yep. So uh, the journeyman certification is an in-house certification that we've developed over time that basically says that you've checked all the boxes with regards to the curriculum for the semester course, so for the nine-week course. So there are things like... Um, journals and written work and a lot of documentation that you have to complete you have to do a bunch of crafts and they have to work um, you have to do pass these uh, practical field exams and those could be for example making a buck saw that will then cut through an eight inch round without falling apart um, you know navigation exercises axe practical exams knives there's a lot of stuff that goes into this um, yeah it, so the original iteration of it when i was a student and when our friends ben and paul were kind of pursuing this it, it sort of took us, it took the three of us a better part of like a year to like get all this stuff done and written down. And then um, our good friend Ben kind of compiled all this into like a workbook. And then we kind of built onto that into this thing that was conceivable for students to finish in nine weeks. If you're, so if you're really motivated really hard. and uh, using your time wisely. Yeah. So I think... Um, just to dispel a myth, uh, you know, some people, I think, look at the wilderness bushcraft semester or the guide training semester and think you're going to be sort of walking around in a, a flower filled field, smelling the roses, you know, getting what you do. But then you go and study those roses and write it all down. Yeah. But it's like a lot of it's not uh, it's not a vacation. It's professional it, training. It's professional training. And I think that's, you know, a little bit of a misconception um, that people may have. Uh, but. Again, I want to just uh, hear from you guys about time management. So you were able, uh, Matthew, to finish the journeyman requires mostly in seven weeks, right? right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're sort of glossing over that. But that's like that's we built this thing with the idea that it would be a lot of work to finish it in nine. And then it's week a, seven it's a buzzer shot at the end of week yeah. nine to finish the last thing. Yeah, you're like desperately trying to finish your last bow drill fires under the pavilion while it's snowing. But <laughs> and then week seven, you walked up to me like, I think I think I'm done. I think I did it all. And I had to kind of go and look at everything you'd submitted. We did, and we did have the Z drag though. We did. So there, we did. But but everything but, but, else but like, the Z drag test was, that took was us done. what two and a half minutes for you to set up and be done with. Like yeah. So that like that's a that's awesome because it means that we get to keep like raising the bar for other, you know we had the you know you mentioned the buck saw earlier tim and that's that's one that like cripples people on this because it's just every little detail about it matters and um we had it set for over the last few years we'd kind of like added to the time that was allowable for it to and i think it ended up being like 35 minutes to have it done and you were done in 15 which is what we used to have it like that was the minimum requirement. And which was, what was cool is that you finished that. And then ever, all the other students on the program ended up finishing it. They didn't go to the 35 minutes. They saw what was doable and jumped what they like carved time out of their total time. The and that's, man was dead. like, yeah. And yeah. that's what, that's what <laughs> I want. That's what I want to hear from you about is because you not the buck saw is a, a really like uh specific example, but that's kind of what you did with everything. Like you, you you didn't use you didn't like lazily use all the time that was allowed. You just got stuff done left and right. Yeah. And I, I want I want to hear about it and I want the people that are on this podcast to hear about it. Yeah, so it was really just doing the work. I know that sounds silly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was doing the work without any days off or for fun, if that makes sense. I mean, it, I didn't come to have fun. I came to like focus on the journeyman. That was kind of the joke with my wife, get the journeyman or, or don't come home. Right. <laughs> Ooh, with it or on it. Right. right yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but uh, but yeah, so it was the days off. So if we had Saturday and Sunday, whatever whatever I was working on on Friday, I worked on Saturday and finished it. Made sure it was done by yeah. Sunday because Monday was new things that we needed to learn, and I wanted to have my full attention on whatever we were going to be learning for Monday. Another thing too is that if you if we were working on you know, whatever, so say it was Bucksaw and it was Monday, it was going to be fresh. I could still work on it. I could finish it, you know, by Monday night or Tuesday morning or whatever, and not have to have a weekend come back, be like, oh, what was it? You know, everything was fresh all the time for me. That was huge part. So if you're considering any professional training in anything, uh, and more specifically, if you're considering coming to Jack Mountain Bushcraft School and uh, working on a journeyman certification or taking a semester, take these words to heart. There is a mountain of material to master in order to successfully achieve this. And um, yeah, no days off. That's a great, maybe we'll call that, that's the title of the episode, no days off. There you go. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, there's something to that is it's, you know, it's within the first, uh, I don't know, within the first couple of weeks that we're up here, probably the first four, you can kind of start to see the people that are like pushing every day. And it's, it's, it's awesome. To see. But usually what happens is around like week four or five, the people that are pushing every day kind of like burn out. Burn out. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, I'm, and I don't think that it, you weren't tired at any point during this, but I would be curious to hear about like the systems that you used to avoid that like burnout, give up mentality i'm specifically thinking of the table man yeah tell us about the table but hold on before we do that i want to say about the no days off i think not having curriculum to go over on the weekend is amazing so you can choose and you know so you could sleep in an extra hour yeah. right and then you can wake up hustle on what you want to hustle on yeah. and i think that was is a really important thing it allows me to catch up on whatever i needed without having to learn something new during that time you know so yeah. so that was it um, so it's essentially, you know, the no days off philosophy is using the weekends as a study period or a reading period, as opposed to like, it's Saturday, let's go to the NASCAR race and, you know, whatever else. Yeah. Old NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. The old NASCAR <laughs> in Arusta County, Tim. Yeah. Right. What are you talking about, man? That's where we it's were. car racing. Auto Saturday. racing. Oh. I just saw this documentary on it. Was Ricky it Ricky Bobby? Bobby? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. really good He's at really it. He's really good at it. Really good. I do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but the idea of just, you know, using time wisely as a student, right? If yeah. Weekend and, yeah. and, you know, we talk about it, even the Romans gave their slaves a day off out of seven. You can't go every day. Like right. there's a reason why, you know, our modern school system with weekends off, they designed it like sort of like factory work that if you don't, basically productivity goes down without having those reading periods, without having the time off, the mental breaks to switch gears. And like you say, to use your words, your, yeah, to use your words, to focus on what you want to focus on as opposed to like being told what to focus on. So during the week, you know, Christopher and I will sort of control the, the tempo, we'll control like, hey, this is what we're working on today. And then, you know, but I think it's really important to have those opportunities to sort of chase your interests yeah i read i read this book this summer um called laziness does not exist and she this is a uh if she's i think she's got like three masters in like professional like in how people manage their time and she was talking about you know this idea of um weekends don't necessarily make you like more rested and recharged but if if you use those weekends even if you're like the example i think that she was using was somebody that's like a runner like 
that like somebody that's like a marathon runner, they use their weekend to like beat the snot out of their body, but they come back to whatever their job is the next day, totally recharged because it was something that interested them, something that like made them feel good. Even though to the, like if you told me I had to run a marathon over the weekend, I, I it would cripple me. Like I don't find anything fun about that. But if you were like, yeah, you have the weekend off, go <clears throat> carve a canoe paddle or go work on your boat. Like I'm going to come back Monday morning ready to go because I spent I, it was relaxing and restful even though I was to the outside observer doing something that was work so there's like there's science to back up what you're talking about which I think is really cool because you just kind of found that that worked for you and yeah. then you know the, the, the evidence is that yeah that's exactly how it's supposed to work it also I was just going to say that I started that same book, Laziness Does Not Exist, but I was way too lazy. <laughs> I <laughs> saw it. So as I was talking, I was trying as hard as I could not to make eye contact with Tim because at this point, we're basically an old married couple. And I could see the like grin on his face. And I knew if I looked at him, I would lose my train of thought and just ask him to tell the joke already. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though. Finishing a project over the weekend was also something that was less stressful because the project was done. Yeah. So there was a little bit of anxiety like oh if it's getting sunday and i haven't done it and like it needs to you know what i mean yeah. so then that just makes me not have a rested sleep and i'm like you know all those kind of things come into play yeah but the table though you yeah let's i really i really <laughs> so, want you to talk about the table because it's uh, such a it's such a it's i never would have thought of it as a thing to like make this easier but it but it was it doesn't have to be the table. It's this. Well, you should talk about the table, and then I'll. It, it's it's the idea us. of the table. It's I the think. idea like, of the table. The concept like of the table. Okay. So it's, we're like in Plato's cave right now. Are we talking about? The but table? Matt has a table. Or is the table have, like the reflection of the table on the wall in the ether? It's all those tables we just put in your barn. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the table. So, <laughs> okay. Anticlimactic table, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was <laughs> perusing the. Uh, Camping section at one of my favorite favorite establishments uh, mm. in Presque Isle. Mm. Little local joint, right? Little local joint called Walmart. Yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> it's so, down the street from our local restaurant, the McDonald's. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't have that anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I noticed that there was this little tiny aluminum table, and I picked it up, and it was incredibly light. And I'm like, you know what? This would make my life so much easier just for logbook purposes and, and journaling and all of that. And so what I would do is instead of having to trek down to the library or, you know, sit at the, at the picnic table or whatever, um, I could go into my tent and I could just sit there in silence by myself and do the things I needed to do. Um, every single, I didn't let the log book go a day without doing it. I mean, I, it was every single night and having that little table was what made the difference. It made it so simple. It was convenient and I could get the job done. Yeah. So. That is the table. Yeah. So like. <laughs> the, the first time I saw the table, I didn't even know that I had seen the table, which is back to the cave thing. I wasn't aware of my perception. You were aware, not aware of what you weren't aware of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that happens a lot. But we were we were out on our trip on the Aroostook River, and everything was starting to get dark. People were sitting around the fire, joking, laughing. And I went to walk back to my tent and saw you under your tarp. And it, it took, what I thought was that you had, like, found a log and set up your, like, little writing area there. And in that just the log as an idea to me was like, yeah, like you made you made a space to do the work you know you needed to do. You like pulled a, pulled yourself away from what's going on in the group and like put the time into actually like getting the work done. And then I found out that it was a table that you had made part of your. But but that's what's even better is it was something that you made part of like your gear list to bring on a canoe trip to make sure that you got done what you needed to get done done. I feel like I'm stuck in a loop here. Um, 
But but you like that's it's a, it's not a it's you know like you said you said it's light but it's not a small thing like it's a thing right, that like yeah. you have to but, figure but out how it is how, very portable but yeah and uh, as of midnight tonight will be available on the web for you to purchase at <laughs> bushcrafttable.com exactly for only six payments of nineteen ninety five six easy, easy. Of- but it, but but that's it is that like putting that thought into like well we're gonna be out for a week and that's a week of logbooks that I'm gonna have to catch up on when I get back what do I need to do. How do I need to set myself up to be able to do this easily? Um, And so you brought an aluminum table with you and made yourself like a little backwoods office and knocked knocked out everything you needed to. And that's like, that's how maybe not everybody needs a table, but everybody will think if everybody thinks of like things like that, that like allow them to finish the work they need to finish then we like people people would knock out the journeyman left and right yeah and that's that's the part of it that's like that outside of the box thinking is awesome to me it's yeah, so good little for stuff little like tiny this. um notepad that could fit in my cargo pocket with a, the pen yeah the pocket pen um made that was one thing that i kind of like shaved down yeah you know from the larger one because yeah. i found myself using the larger you know notepad and then i'd have to put it down to do something with the axe and then i'd forget to, that it was over yeah, there yeah. so by having it in my pocket i could just you know write something quick down that way and the Bluetooth keyboard, you know, yeah. all of those things started to, to tick off a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah, it's such, it's such a, you know, we talk a lot about how everything up here takes, takes a lot more time than you're used to at home. Um, yeah. Like cooking takes probably 25% more time than it would at home. There's no microwave. You've got to like plan out your meals and all that stuff. And then, so, so those margins of like excess time to finish other things are really small. So anything you can think of like that, to give yourself, even if it's an extra like five minutes after lunch, is is enough yeah. to, like, it's just awesome. It's I I get a little I, like nerdy about like really efficient time management, so I'm I'm my heart is swelling as we're talking about this. It's, I also work better when I'm if I'm trying to focus on something, especially a journal or you know whatever I'm working on for maybe like the logbook or something. Um, I tend to do it a little bit better when I'm by myself, yeah, without any distraction, without anybody around. So that was part of the reason why that you know just getting the table to get away yeah. made a difference. challenging to do in the library when everybody's in there right, right? Yeah. And, that, and it started in the library and then as it was starting to get a little cooler more people wanted to you know yeah. filter into the library of course and then i was like i found myself kind of struggling to get what i like i couldn't focus as well so that kind of so i'm cu- i'm curious about the like the evolution of that thought you know we we do a lot of you're doing a lot of journaling and the self component is a huge thing up here. Like knowing, knowing yourself and what your needs are. Was that something you kind of came in here with an understanding of before or did yeah. it kind of like evolve? No, I knew. I okay. Knew yeah, yeah. 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 I That's, came in new, you know, knowing that I need to have my own little space sure. to, to work well. It's kind of to recharge. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So to, so to that, if you're somebody that wants to come on this course and you know how you need to work, start thinking of ways to make that a possibility. I mean, we can only do so much to provide people with spaces to get that stuff done, but it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on the job. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. And so you are headed back to, you're a resident of the great state of Montana. That's right. Northwest Montana. Headed back to Northwest Montana. And you recently um, purchased something that will allow you to engage on this newfangled thing they call the internets. Is that accurate? What is the internet? I think I read somewhere that it's a series of tubes, but I'm not sure where they go. Interesting. Um, but like, a, like a bank? No, uh, like plumbing. Oh, yeah. Like, like indoor plumbing. Sort of. <laughs> not the bank with the... 
No? <laughs> the, the, the what? The, <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe those are referred to as pneumatic tubes where they oh. move documents around via air pressure. That is exactly like the internet. So Okay, so yeah. that is the internet. Okay, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You were right. Um, <laughs> wildernessliving.com. That's right. Matt is the new owner of wildernessliving.com and will be putting something up there soon. Yeah. And when he does, we will uh, we'll circle back around and make sure that everybody yeah. out there in podcast land knows. Um, because we're not, uh, I don't know if you're hundred percent certain what it's going to be yet, but not it'll yet, be something. Yeah. yeah. So we don't want to put any pressure on you by saying it better be up by midnight. But if you yeah. take that table home, you'll be so efficient. You'll be done in a week. Oh, you'll have it all figured me, out. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Just set up, set up the table. Just a little tiny table, right? I, I like the <laughs> idea that you go home, set up your tent inside your living room, put the table inside the tent. Wife comes in. What are you doing? I'm focused. nothing. I'm studying. Nothing. I'm working. <laughs> and remember, four. Easy this is payments, me now. Four easy payments of twenty nine ninety five at bestbushcrafttable.com. That's bestbushcrafttable.com. Wow, that's such a great deal. It dropped to four payments from six in the last ten minutes. I also feel like it by changed, now changed the domain too. I don't think that's the same domain as it was before. No, right? that's one that I uh, just got. Oh, you just oh, yeah, I just yeah. uh, oh, I just got just it. acquired that. Yeah. One, did you? Uh, nice. So yeah. <laughs> do, so do you have any like? advice or closing thoughts for people that are thinking about coming up here that um just about the process or like any like the course itself a lot of the things that i kind of looked at prior was what you guys put out yeah. so a lot of your media you know uh your I'm blogs sorry. and i'm so yeah, sorry no and that's what ultimately i'd like a refund so <laughs> i didn't get what i was hoping to how get. about if we <laughs> gave you another table <laughs> knock off a payment and you got a deal okay <laughs> But yeah, just to look at your old media to kind of, you get a better idea as to what is really happening. Because you can read stuff on a website yeah. all day, but when you see it and, you know, like, oh, okay, you were doing some axe work, you know, from the last blog and, and stuff yeah. like that. You get to you get to see a little bit. And uh, I think that helps, kind of prepares you for what it actually is, more so than just reading text on a screen. Yeah, you and I a while ago were talking about, um, you said something that has kind of stuck with me, which is that you think that the... Uh, the the podcast is kind of a better look into what day-to-day life is. Do you still think that that's true after being up here for nine weeks? Yeah. Like, as a form of media, that's probably the best way to get a sense of what you're in for? Yeah. I mean, well, you're talking about your podcast or what? No, 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 no. Just, the, the Jack Mountain podcast. Like the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, because that's, you get to see... Well, yeah, you get this, the banter as well as what is actually, you know, what you guys are actually talking about, yeah. which is... So it's like 75% so banter, 25% content at this point. Yeah, well, that was that was pretty much the correct Three percent true. Yeah, yeah. I just think that that's an interesting thing for people to think about. Is if you're going to watch me or you're going to pay attention to our media, which one is kind of the the one that you'll get the most bang for your buck for? I mean, I don't. I wouldn't just focus on one. I mean, yeah. it's, you did, it's not like you guys are putting out you know ten different things a day that you got to keep up on. So yeah. it's not really that difficult to check out a vlog. But yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast works for sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, end of the semester, right? This Oof. is where everybody's jumped in their cars and is heading off to different corners of uh, different corners of America. And in a few hours, the parking lot will be empty and it'll be dead quiet around here. And then I just sit in the tub and cry myself to sleep tonight. Yeah. Tub, huh? It's lonely. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be great. Yeah. Um, Tubs are good. Huh? What is it full of? Butter. 
It's a tub mm. of butter. Mm. And I'm climbing in it. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Is, is it melted or solid? <laughs> right now? Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to like sit on it and wait to like slowly melt into I it? Throw the toaster in it. It melts it, heats it up. It's I- like a hot plate. <laughs> yeah, in heaven, everything comes with drawn butter. I'm sure about that. Um, anyway. Definitely the last day. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. definitely. Like any mental acuity that I had weeks ago is now gone. That's it. The area between my ears is a big mishmash of mush. <laughs> How about that? Other notes. Uh, lastly, before we quit, we've got dates on the calendar for next February and March to go up with our Cree friends. Yeah. In You're going to want to go on Definitely. that trip. We, don't, we haven't been able to do it for a couple of years because of this silly virus that's been haranguing us and being a jerk to everybody out there. So if you're interested, you want a really authentic experience with people who've never left their ancestral homeland and go out on the land with David Bosom, uh, you should look into that. And we'll put a link up to the info page and we don't have it on the calendar yet but maybe it'll be up within within the week Uh, it's going to be a blast yeah we've already got a a pretty good skeleton crew going and you know when that gets filled in uh sure to be an epic epic adventure always is super fun and super knowledgeable again like i've voiced my concern with the bushcraft industry and who these sort of people are that are heralded as the you know the the greats right and you're talking about harold the bushcraft guy (laughs) No, I've never heard of this person. I just made him up. Oh, oh. But the idea of, uh, you know, our friend David, um, you've probably never heard his name before except through our media, but yeah, he was born in a tent. He never lived in a town until he was like 40, yeah. 45, uh, but, uh, you know, hasn't written 20 books, doesn't have a big hit YouTube channel, but you knows, know, for, has forgotten more than all the people that have written books will ever know. Yeah. Yeah. All the people who've written books about everything. It's definitely the end. Of, Tim's Captain Pedantic muscle is flexing right now. Um, but anyway, look for that. We've got our Boreal Snowshoe Expedition running this winter as well, which is kind of our professional training for the winter. It's 12 days long. You could conceivably come up here. It finishes, and then two days later, we start that uh, Cree trip. So yeah. that would be three epic weeks of winter goodness if you're so inclined. Yeah. So something to think about. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for being on the podcast. Thanks for a great semester. Yeah, and um, congratulations yeah, again. Thank you. That's, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's no, like, uh, you know, we joke around a lot, but, you know, what you've accomplished is no small feat, right? It took a lot of dedicated work and practice and, you know, hats off to you and uh, a job well done. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Uh, anything else? I uh, still got spots on the Freelance Leave program for the end of fall and winter. Um, so if you're interested in something like that, uh, feel free to get in touch and we'll see if we can fit you in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And lastly, I am planning a slew of full tang expeditions. Just moved a bunch of boats around and I got one out because I'm still looking at that Rio Grande trip and I'm thinking maybe this winter. So you're going to go to Rio? It's a heck of a drive. Yeah, from the Duran Duran song. Like during Carnival? In January, yeah. Genario? I feel like this is deja vu. It's, 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 <laughs> Wasn't this last episode too? Probably. Oh, probably. <laughs> anyway, okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a great day. Thank you, man. You have been listening to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast. For more information on our professional wilderness guide training programs that are college accredited and GI Bill approved, 
visit us on the web at jackmtn.com.